Lexi Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How's everybody doing? We are getting ready for another edition of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the Quick Ones Editions. You know, we've been rocking these quick ones out with the Power Rakers here over the first eight weeks of the NFL season. And, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at week nine. And boy, has this thing kind of just crept up on us midway through the season. Uh, great football pretty much every week. We've had some exciting games every week. It's just been a great time to be a NFL fan. So uh, a lot to take in that past this past week. Uh, some big injuries, uh, probably the biggest one. The one that's hurt my heart the most, especially on the fantasy front, losing Derrick Henry. Oh, my goodness. Derrick Henry is out for the rest of the season. Uh, they did uh, sign AP. And I was just like, wow, you know, I had AP on my team, but I let him loose. That's that's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Derek Derek Henry is gone for the season, and that that is probably the big one, uh, the one that's going to hurt a lot of people on the fantasy front. Just the Titans in general; they're the number one team right now, heading into Week Nine in the AFC. If the the playoffs started today, they would be the number one seed. Another big loss, of course, is Jameis Winston. You know, despite the victory over. The Buccaneers, that loss of Jameis Winston uh, is still going to hurt them a little bit. You know, even though Trevor Simeon came in and did some good things, it's still going to hurt that team just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, very interesting week eight. But we hit week nine tonight. We got the Jets and the Colts, uh, the Colts who hung tough with the Titans last week, hung tough with them, just couldn't pull that bad boy off in the end. Uh, but the Colts are still a really good team, in my opinion. Their, their, their record doesn't show how good that team could be at 3-5, and five, and Wentz has played a really good, had a pr pretty good season so far. Uh, also, the Jets, man, Mike White came out there balling as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals, who were the number one team in the AFC entering last week. Uh, so that has all changed <laughs> here in uh, the last week. But now we get ready for that game tonight. Colts and Jets uh, from Indianapolis should be an interesting one. If the Jets win this one, man, boy, oh boy, wouldn't that be something special? But I don't know. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be tough. He'll probably more likely at this point be the leading rusher uh, as the season goes on in the league. But that is also something else we will have to see. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and get the power ranking started. And you know how we always start the power rankings. We start off with the bottom. All right, so here we are, the bottom of our power rankings, those bottom 12 teams uh, in the NFL at the current time. First, you got the Detroit Lions at 0-8. Uh, Detroit disappointed me this week. I picked Detroit in my pick em, um, and I thought, oh, well, you know, it won't be no big deal. You know, we'll be fine, and, you know, there's nothing to stress about, and, 
you know. But no, I was wrong. Detroit goes out there and they lose miserably to the Philadelphia Eagles. A, a much needed win for Philadelphia, in my opinion. They, you know, they've had a rough couple of weeks here and there. They've gotten some wins. They played tough in some matchups, uh, but they, you know, just weren't able to pull it off in certain aspects. But I like what I see now, and um, you know, I mean, they they still got a long ways to go. But big win for Philadelphia, winning that one forty four to six over Detroit. Detroit's zero and eight. They're at number thirty two. Man, I want Dan Campbell to keep his job after the season. But, man, I don't know, man. They're going to find a way to win quick. Number 31, the Houston Texans. Losers of seven straight. Uh, Tyrod Taylor could be, uh, you know, eventually making his way back. But this team just looks like they're in shambles. And it's hard to watch at times. So, um, you know, the Texans, ah, boy, that's that's all I really can say about that. Uh, number 30, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 1-7 and seven on the season. And, you know, it, they've just had a tough break. I, the Dolphins were one team I really, truly thought that they would be, um, you know, be in the mix. You know, I thought they would be in the playoffs. I thought they would finish second in that division. And it does not look like that's going to happen at all. And it's uh, very disappointing, especially for those Dolphins fans out there that had high expectations this year. Uh, so, yeah, they're one in seven. And it's just been rough for them. Next, number 29, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another team that I thought, you know what, maybe they'll ride the momentum of a victory. And they did not. They lost to Seattle um, hands down. And it wasn't uh it wasn't cute. Uh Seattle was able to handle that one 31 to 7. Uh the Jaguars are still young, just don't have enough pieces around Trevor Lawrence. I don't know what, you know, you know, Tony Khan's got to do to make that thing happen, but he's got to get him some good pieces to go around. He, he needs an offensive line. Go build that man in the offensive line. You got to, you know, I know when you're thinking of draft this year, you're thinking about how, go get that man in the offensive line so he can stand up straight. Because I I felt so bad for him in that in that contest against Seattle. And Seattle doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, and he still was getting destroyed. Next one, the New York football Giants coming off of a very physical Tough Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs, but they weren't able to pull that one off, losing that one 20 to 17. A lot of Giants fans thought they were this close to making the dream happen, but the Giants are now two and six on the season. At 27, the New York football Jets. I tell you what, man, the Jets went out there and shocked the world, beating Cincinnati 34-31. And Mike White, man, uh, you know, it comes out there and balls out, and that that offense looks smooth. Uh, that's got to be good for Jets fans knowing that you got a guy who can come in and be the backup when Zach Wilson uh, is not, uh, you know, healthy as he is right now. Just a great job overall by Mike White and the New York football Jets there at 27. At 26, you got the Washington football team. Man, I tell you what, if they didn't have two wins, they probably would be, if not 30 on my list, it would be, you know, maybe the worst. But this team just, I don't know. Uh, watching this game really uh, aggravated me because they had two opportunities at the end to either tie the game, um, you know, and, you know, they missed, they got two field goals blocked in this contest with their new field goal kicker. Uh, I know his confidence level has got to be shot right now. I feel bad for the young man, uh, especially under those circumstances. But in that game against Denver, the score was 17 to 10. They had the ball with like less than a minute left, or uh, a minute of maybe like less than two minutes left had an opportunity to score a turnover on downs. Then Denver gets the ball, fumbles twice, fumbles twice. Washington gets the ball back in phenomenal field position. And once again, Scott Turner's offense 
just can't find a way to get points when they're within striking distance. I do not understand what's going on there, but that's got to be fixed, especially if you're a Washington football team fan. You've got to hate what you see going on with your offense. They can start off at the 20-yard line in their territory, get all the way down to the 30. They get in field goal range, but they can never – They can. it feels like they can never punch it in. It's crazy. Washington's got to fix that. At 25, the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields had a really good week. Justin Fields came in there, did his thing last week against uh, San Francisco, had some really good moments, had a really amazing play where he was scrambling around. For sure looked like he was going to be stopped way back, maybe like a 10 yards deep, and he made some miraculous play to score a touchdown to get that game tied up late. But it was just a little too much of Jimmy G who had two rushing touchdowns in that contest. Uh, 49ers in a winner that one, 33 to 22. But the Bears are 25 on our count there at three and five. The Falcons come in at uh, 24 at three and four. Uh, a game I thought the Falcons could win. I thought they were coming off some good momentum. Uh, and a Panthers team who was on the downside, losing three straight. I thought, oh man, this has got to be a good chance for the Falcons to really make some, you know, leeway in the division. And what do they do? They go out there and stink that bad boy up. <laughs> and, you know, I know they had some issues with Calvin Ridley. Uh, where Calvin Ridley has decided to step away from football because of mental health issues. So Calvin, hope everything's okay, brother. Hope um, that, you know, you get whatever help you need to get yourself back to where you, you need to be. People don't realize mental health is a huge thing and people make fun of it and, you know, oh, whatever, whatever. But people people make fun of something like that. And it's it's a real thing. It's a real thing. So uh, our prayers out to Calvin Ridley and, um, you know, and his uh, and his family. So hopefully he can get where he needs to be. We, we're praying for you, Calvin. Next one at 23, the Eagles. We talked about how they beat up on the Lions 44 to six. The Eagles are three and five uh, heading into uh, week nine. And we got them at number 23, 22, the Seahawks much needed victory against the Jaguars. Uh, they got a couple more weeks potentially before they get Russell Wilson back. They're targeting um, the Green Bay uh, game, which, you know, doesn't make me smile, but that is what it is. Uh, but it's, So we'll see uh, if Russell gets back there. But Geno has played pretty decent football. I mean, it hasn't been stellar. But he's did a really good job as a backup, in my opinion, for this team. He's had him in every game. Uh, they've had chances to win the Steelers game. They uh, should have won. Who did they play a couple of weeks ago, y'all? Oh, man, my mind went blank. Uh, the Saints, they had the Saints last week, the Steelers the week before, then two games that they lost by three points where they could have won. And it just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. Number 21, the Minnesota Vikings are at three and four. Second place in the NFC North uh, at three and four. Uh, the Packers have themselves a really decent lead right now. They got a three-game lead over everybody in that division. That division is struggling and trying to get themselves together as Aaron Rodgers and the Packers uh, continue to thrive. And the hit's a crazy thing. They've only played two division – they've only played the Vikings and the Bears. They still got a whole bunch of division games to play. They haven't even played those games yet. So we'll see how things go there. That is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the bottom – heading into week nine so heading into week nine our bottom um it's starting to get to a point in the season where it gets a little grim when you start to say well maybe things are not going to work out for, for these teams um during the season um you know looking at some of these teams right now we'll go back real quick the only team to me that i think has a chance to to maybe still make some noise uh in their division and it's a slight chance uh may maybe maybe the eagles but the Giants, not the Giants, but the uh, 
Dallas Cowboys are playing really good football right now. So right now, if you're the bottom, it's it's a really rough go. Next, we hit you up with the outside looking in. And the outside looking in this week, the San Francisco 49ers are three and four coming off their victory from the Bears. The Indianapolis Colts are three and five after a very tough loss to the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, like I said before, Carson Wentz continues to look good this season. They, they, they're still trying to work some things out there in Indianapolis, but I still think they're a better team than what their record shows. At 18, the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City, all of their big wins have come against the NFC East this year. So, uh, you know, I, you know they've got a, um, a couple other wins in there, but it, it hasn't been pretty. So uh, they're still trying to get things straight. They picked up Melvin Gordon the other day via the trades to see if, you know, he brings some um, help to that linebacker core. Uh, but I, I, for me, the, the Chiefs, eh, you know, it's just been that type of year for them. Uh, we're gonna see if Pat Mahomes can kind of get himself back on the right track. But teams have caught up to that uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. At 17, the Carolina Panthers are four and four, much needed win for Carolina. Um, you know, had lost four straight, and they were able to bounce back and, and get back on the right track with a win against Atlanta. Now, they did lose Sam Donald in that contest, so we don't know who will uh, start just yet uh, this week for the Panthers. The number 16 team, the Denver Broncos, also in the same path that the uh, Panthers were at. And were three and four, lost four straight, able to get a dub against Washington. And, you know, they traded Von Miller this week. You know, wow. They traded Von Miller this week. Very tough one for uh, Denver. And they hate to see um, – that happened but you know i think you know sometimes uh things change but man that rams defense man it just keeps getting scarier and scarier so those outside looking in 49ers at 20 colts at 19 chiefs at 18 panthers at 17 and broncos at 16. yeah so the outside looking in had three teams staying in that mix two new teams in that mix but um now we're gonna hit this top 15 and there's a a team that slowly but surely crept their way into the top 15. We'll talk about them in a second. First, let's talk about number 15 team, the Los Angeles Chargers. They're four and three, a very disappointing loss uh, to the New England Patriots, who are our number 14 team on the countdown, um, you know, this week. So, you know, this Chargers team has uh, come in here and uh, a lot of expectations for the Chargers, but the last two games have been really rough uh they've lost uh let's see they they lost to the ravens and an ugly one and then they lose this one to new england and and you know you start to think man what's going on with the charges especially when people are like oh they're winning the division they're looking smooth they beat up on the raiders raiders who are now the division leaders in the afc west no one saw that one coming uh so maybe they'll figure it out here or there but the charges are at 15. At 14, the New England Patriots. I mean, they're 4-4, four and four, but they have played tough football this year. And I will continue to say this, and I have to keep saying this. Mac Jones looks good. I'm not saying he's killing the league, but he looks calm. He looks poised. And he looks like he is just the right guy to 